you just think we just, you know, whatever happens, we just shit another player. I, and everything's going to be perfect. All of our fans think that. You all think that. That's what you write about. You don't want to be here. There's a specific reason. Not really, you know, I think we did a poor job recruiting. If guys are coming in and immediately walking out the door because it was something different than what they thought it would be. And we lied to them during recruiting or we, we sold them on a dream that wasn't true. Is we want to be a big, fast, dominating, aggressive, relentless football team that nobody in the SEC wants to play. Now, that's also a second in the West, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> Winning the SEC probably is harder than winning the national championship. Do you know that? Well, how about the fucking dogs? <laughs> hey, buddy, this beer's for you, Mike, and cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the pirate, and the pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State. Welcome in the latest episode of That SEC Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter, and I'm joined as always by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Vols on Twitter. What are you up to, you big Tennessee homer? <laughs> hey, buddy, what's going on? Hey, doing good, Shane. Getting fired up, ready for the weekend. I don't know about you, but uh, you know this countdown's really got me fired up for football, oh, yeah. and our show topic has really got me fired up for football. But uh, how you doing over there, buddy? Oh man, I'm a lot better now, Mike. Thank you for asking. Uh, for all those that didn't know, let me tell you a little. Let me let me just tell you a little story. What happened, old cousin Shane? So I go to work and I was feeling a little down. I was having a little trouble breathing and and uh, I thought, well, maybe this is a little upper respiratory thing. I could get a get a, a shot or something and they'd make me feel better, you know. So I go down to uh, the Newport family practice. Now a lot of people don't know Newport. Newport is not a town I live in, but it's a town <laughs> I go see a doctor at and. It's a little shady, all right. We're in the mountains. It's, it, you know, it's 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 not it's not Nashville doctors. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't want to give. I'm not going to say that back because they're good people. But anyway, so I pull in. They tell me, uh, do not come in because you sound like you got the got that corona. So I was like, okay. And I said, well, what do I do? And they said, just sit there in the parking lot. Well, I'm sitting there in the parking lot. Lady comes out. She she takes that little laser gun. She shoots it at my head. And, uh, then she, uh, sticks my finger in this like thing. It tells them how my oxygen's going. Right. So mm-hmm. she says, Oh, this isn't good. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> what, what do you mean? She says, uh, you're over a hundred degrees. And, uh, well said, no shit. I'm sitting in this parking lot for 30 <laughs> minutes, you know, but anyway, so then she I didn't tell her that. Then she does my finger and she's like, the oxygen's down, I mean, you know? So it may be because I'm wearing a mask now, you know, and I can't breathe. So anyway, she says, you got to come out and you can't go up top. You got to go in the basement. Well, Newport family practice is, is, uh, is okay up top, but the basement, that's a whole different ball game, Mike. I don't think <laughs> you want to talk about a sketchy situation. Not to mention, I think I got Corona already. So they take me in there and they said, don't touch anything. And they send me in this little room and I'm sitting there and I'm sweating and I'm texting my wife and I'm like, oh my God, I'm dying. You know, they come in with this hazmat suit and this lady takes this, you know, takes my blood, takes this, takes that. And then she gets this stick out 
And this stick's got like bristles on the end, all right? This is how they do a corona test. And if you've never had one, you may have heard about it. It is a, a it is a terrible pain, Mike. I'm telling you. This How long's the stick if you had to oh, guess? Golly, this thing I it I it's damn near it almost touched my brain, Mike. I mean, this thing went way back there. I thought I was getting a lobotomy there for a second. This thing was probably about I don't know about about a ruler size, you mm-hmm. know, about 12 inches. And, um, so they, so she, she says, and she kept saying it, Mike. So she was like, she's holding it. She says, man, this is going to hurt. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> she goes, oh yeah, yeah, this is going to hurt. And I was like, what kind of nurse says that? You know what I'm saying? This old lady, she's in her hazmat suit and everything. She rips that thing open and, and she says, now listen, she goes, don't you flinch. She says, it's going to hurt. She said it again. She tripled down. And I was like, okay. I, so I'm, I'm anticipating some pain here. And she jams that thing in there, man. And it goes way back. I mean, it cleared out my sinus cavities and everything. And then they twisted. And then she got to leave it in there for a little bit, you know? So <laughs> I'm like trying to be a man, you know? I was like, man up, Shane, you know? Just, just act cool, you know? And I'm crying and... And then finally, she pulls it out. Then she goes to the the other nostril. She's because you got to do both sides, Mike. Well, oh now, God! Now I know how painful it is, you know. And so she's about to go in on the second time. I said, "Wait, wait, wait!" I said, "Give me a second. You know, I had to get, <laughs> <laughs> I had to get my composure back, man, because she's about to jam that thing. And I don't know if there's a 15 second rule where you got to leave it." thing in there or if this is just a, a rule she has but boy she was back there and uh finally came out and needless to say i got my call uh yesterday i am negative thank goodness uh but man that was a horrible experience uh i, I mean obviously it's worse if you have it i would imagine but uh just be careful man if you're going to a doctor you better have that air condition running because next thing you know they're gonna yank your ass out <laughs> put you in the basement man <laughs> Well, that's all the news we got for this week's episode. <laughs> no, but you didn't uh, you jumped on the podcast. You didn't expect that, but that's what that's what I've been through, man. So, anyway, in all seriousness, though, it it has been a really slow week. So, really glad that you're doing all right. You bounced back. We're a little bit concerned there, but all good news. And I promise that's the only Coronas update we got for you guys because. <laughs> Yes, it is slow out there. Not a ton to talk about, but I got a really fun show topic. This is something that I like to do every year. Predicting the SEC on CBS schedule. So basically picking the game of the week in the SEC, starting with the third week of the season. So like I said, let's just take a deep dive here. Just just me doing this list got me fired up for college football and all the matchups we got headed our way. So You ready to talk some SEC football? Let's do it. All right, so for those that don't know, the first two weeks of the season, there is no SEC on CBS game, typically. 
Uh, now, of course, keep in mind the official schedule for the CBS games has not been released, but typically why that is is because there's you know so many cupcake games in the week one, week two, and uh, the ones that aren't cupcakes are generally gobbled up by ESPN and ABC and all this. So uh, we're not doing week one and week two. So we're just going to jump right ahead to week three. This will be the first week of the SEC on CBS, September 19th. And there's several games on the docket, Shane. But <laughs> but is there really, Mike? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, this one's probably going to be the easiest one. <laughs> yeah, there's only one to pick from. There's no way in hell this is not the game. <laughs> this is going to be the a layup. Georgia at Alabama, September 19th. And my goodness, I'm just looking at the ticket prices. Around the SEC, you can get into your game of choice for around 30 bucks. It's uh, 300 bucks to get into this one. So that's just an indication of the game that it's going to be weird. A lot of people got this pegged as the game of the year. I don't think it's going to be quite that. I, I am anticipating a hell of a matchup, of course. But, man, this game could set the tone for the rest of the SEC. I'm on record time and time again all offseason. I said I think Georgia goes into Tuscaloosa and wins it. I think that's going to surprise a lot of people, but it's not going to surprise me. So thoughts on uh, the first CBS game? It's got to be Georgia and Alabama, don't you think? Yeah, I, I think this is an obvious one. Maybe South Alabama, Florida could be a close second, you know. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I, I think uh, I, an interesting game, I, I would say uh, Auburn, Ole Miss, you know, because there are some people saying if there was going to be a major upset, it would be this game. And a lot of them have it circled. Is this the year, you know, Arkansas – or is this the game Arkansas gets its first SEC win? I mean, there's a lot of good games that week. But, I mean, when you're talking about, you know, what what pays what pays the bills, it's going to be the Georgia-Alabama game, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's skip to the uh, next week on the schedule here. Week 4, September 26th. And I think this is another easy one. My selection here, Florida at Tennessee. Historically a great game here in the SEC East. Of course, it's not always been that here in recent history. But if you look at the SEC slate for week four, September 26, not a ton of SEC matchups. You got mm-hmm. an Ole Miss at LSU, potentially, depending on you know how Lane Kiffin's squad comes out. And I will throw out this little nugget. If I know this is uh, unlikely if you look at just spreads, but if Arkansas beats Notre Dame week two of the season, I think Arkansas versus Texas A&M in Arlington has an outstanding chance of being named this CBS game. I just, you know, for all the praise I've given Arkansas, I don't think they're going to be up to that level to, to knock off Notre Dame on the road week two, but if that happens, look for that Arkansas-Texas A&M game to, to potentially be the selection here as well. Yeah, I mean, don't forget, South Carolina-Kentucky, I, th- I think that's that's always a fun ball game to watch. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that it's going to be in the running for, you know, game of the week like you're saying. But if Ole Miss did pull off an upset against Auburn, not saying that they're going to, I, I mean, we're talking about an upset here. I mean, those it's, it's, it's not going to be a – 50-50 game, if you will. But if Ole Miss does pull that out, 
then definitely you got to throw that LSU game in the mix. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I think this is Florida and Tennessee. Long as none of them, neither one of them, stumble uh, before this game, like what happened last year, then yeah, that would definitely be the the three thirty slot. All right, next week, a uh, week five on the slate, October third. Man, there's a couple good games to pick from. I almost went Texas A&M at Mississippi State. Jimbo Fisher, Mike Leach. I mean, who wouldn't want to watch that game? South mm-hmm. Carolina at Florida. That was, as our countdown showed, it was a controversial <laughs> one last year. There's some bad blood there, and those teams are, you know, I don't want to say true rivals. Of course, they're SEC East rivals, but... You know, that those have been some good games here in recent years, but I don't think that there's any way that CBS is going to be able to look past Nick Saban in Alabama facing Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss. <laughs> Kiffin versus Saban. I mean, that's like a wet dream there for CBS. They're going to be – how many times is Gary going to talk about that? <laughs> so that's got to be my selection for week five, October 3rd, Alabama at Ole Miss. Do you, thoughts on that? Yeah, that that pretty much rots its own headlines. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just just the fact that and the fact Saban's going there, I think that's going to add a little bit. I guess intriguing game South Carolina Florida would be an intriguing game. Mm-hmm. Kentucky Auburn has a little bit to it too. Okay, I, I'm I'm playing a little devil's advocate. Let's say Joey gets that uh, transfer. Okay, and now here he is facing the you know the Auburn Tigers I mean that could add a little mustard and especially if Kentucky were to beat Florida not saying that they're going to but you know that's that's one of those wild card games I could definitely see in moving up to the top real quick and and it's just based off you know uh the dominoes you know does Joey get cleared does Kentucky beat Florida you know those sort of things if that were to happen then hands down that would be my game but if that doesn't happen, I'm with you. Uh, I think it's going to be the Alabama Ole Miss. As much as I'm, st- I'm still going to enjoy the the A and M Mississippi State game. But I just think seeing Lane and Saban going against each other. I mean, think about the last time these guys faced each other. You know, it was a ball game. So right. uh, two different squads, but it was exciting. Yeah, that's an interesting point there. I think if you're a Kentucky fan, maybe that's something you think about heading into the year. You know, you want Georgia to beat Alabama, take some of that luster off Nick Saban's program. You want Ole Miss to potentially lose to teams like Auburn and Baylor because now if you're talking several losses for each of those teams, all of a sudden, Kentucky, Mm -hmm. if they're undefeated, you know, they'd have to win against Florida in Gainesville. That'd be tough. But if if they can manage that, that's going to be all of a sudden a way more attractive program for cbs going down on to auburn i mean yeah that that's potentially a hell of a matchup right there and, and not to mention you got to keep in the back of your head that there's only so many times a team can play at 330 mm-hmm. you know you've got you've got the alabama lsu game coming up we've already marked it off for the georgia game so uh, as as sexy as that headline is with with uh, kiffin they may have to create another storyline going into that week so that one right there I'm not 100% sold that it's going to be that one. It wouldn't surprise me if if uh, if it was the A&M Mississippi State game, you know, just to see the Pirate and Jimbo go at it. All right, jump to week six, October 10th. There's a couple good, interesting 
SEC games here. Alabama at Arkansas, depending on how good Arkansas is, that could be a fun one to watch. Tennessee at South Carolina. Those have been, you know, some real battles here in recent mm-hmm. years. Auburn at Georgia. Remember, this is the first year they've kicked that forward. So mm-hmm. that is going to be very interesting. And the fact that they moved it, I think, adds a little bit of intrigue, particularly if both these teams are undefeated. But I think the one that I have to lean with here, because this is one of the best rivalries that's uh, <laughs> out of state in the SEC, you know, not from an in-state opponent, LSU at Florida. I think that's the obvious answer there. Uh, thoughts on that game? Just the fact there's been so many damn good games between these two teams, you know? Mm-hmm. You think all the way back to the hurricane season that never, you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they switched it around and they become homecoming games. And uh, there's just, I don't know, there's just a lot of hatred during that game and they always come down to a final possession. So it'd be hard not to go with the LSU Florida uh, Auburn, Georgia, I definitely could see if Georgia beats Bama, uh, I could definitely see that one being a potential, you know, I, but like you, I, Tennessee, South Carolina, those, that's a good game, but I, I think it's going to come down to, uh, LSU and Florida for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Jumping to week seven, October 17th. Again, we got several interesting matchups here. Georgia at Missouri for whatever reason, it just seems like Missouri plays Georgia about as well as anybody in the SEC East, so you can't overlook that game depending on you know how good Eli Drinkwitz got his program running in year one. Florida mm-hmm. at Ole Miss. This is uh, Florida's only trip to the SEC West next year, and Lane Kiffin is always going to be entertaining and fun to watch, so you can't rule that one out. Uh, Mississippi State at Alabama. That's very high on my list. That's probably my second option right here just for the fact that you know, similar to Lane Kiffin and against Nick Saban. I think everybody's fascinated to see how this Mike Leach offense going against Nick Saban's defense, how that plays out. But the number one matchup on my list here for week seven, Texas A&M at Auburn. I think the Aggies are going to be undefeated. This is, I think this is going to be the first game where they, you know, are even tested. So right. I think it's going to be a very attractive game for CBS to say, you know, I can see the real now. Are the Aggies for real? Come on down <laughs> to the plains. You know what I mean? So this is going to be a matchup that I think CBS is uh, – it's going to be tough for them to pass on Texas A&M at Auburn. Boy, it would be awesome if Arkansas just picked it up real quick. I mean, it's a rival game, the gold boot, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. that one that one could be a fantastic game, and I hope it is sooner than later. I think Arkansas is definitely moving in the right direction. But can I ask you something? Uh, do you got the schedules pulled up on all of them? I know we're going through them, but what's Missouri's schedule prior to this Georgia game? Just just curious what we're looking at. Uh, before Georgia, they go to BYU, and the week before that, to Tennessee. Okay. Uh, well, I mean all the way to the beginning. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, they open the season against uh, Central Arkansas, and then huh? they get Vanderbilt at home, and then a big one here at South Carolina. It's going to be a measuring stick for both those programs. Yeah. Eastern Michigan at home. And then that's and then it's the road trip I mentioned at Tennessee, at BYU, and then Georgia. Okay. Well, that Tennessee game, that's that's earlier than I thought it would be. Because uh, it always just seems like by the time these two teams are playing each other, Missouri is just on a tear. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe one loss at the most. But uh, that's, a, that's a tough opening gate. But if they're able to get through, I mean, who's to say that that's not the game, you know? Especially, uh, like you said, because some of those games, you know, Georgia has won, but like you said, Missouri's gave them a hard time the entire time. So that would be my – that one. I, I'd love to see the boot, but I think you're right. I think this one's going to be Texas A&M and Auburn. I think that there's just going to be so much running, riding on that game, and those are two teams that were that are trying to make that that leap in the West. You know what I'm saying? So one of these teams is going to take that step forward, and one of these teams are going to get left behind, and and it may be decided that, that week. All right, let's jump ahead to week eight here on the schedule, October 24th. And there's not a ton of SEC games this week, and some of them, I mean, you're looking at like Texas A&M at South Carolina. For whatever mm-hmm. reason, that that game just never seems to be very entertaining. In there's a trophy opinion. involved, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Apparently, it's in a basement somewhere. That's about all I know about it. Uh, Mississippi State at LSU again. I'm just fascinated to see Mike Leach against all these damn teams. So how his offense? Because you know there's going to be a team or two. That can't stop it, and it's yeah. going to come down to you know how well can Mississippi State stop the other team because otherwise we might get into some shootouts here. But they're going to get somebody. Could it be LSU? But I think the uh, the easy answer here for Saturday, October twenty fourth, third Saturday in October, Alabama at Tennessee. That's my pick, and this is the week the streak comes to an end. Thoughts right. on that? It's the year that we smoke the cigars, buddy. Oh, man, could you imagine? I hope this is the year that we get to smoke cigars because mine's getting a little stale, Mike. I've, I've been holding on to it for a long time. Uh, I'm hoping that this is the year that we jump Bama, but, man, it, it's tough. But it's third Saturday in October, it's, you know, we talked about it. There have been some close games. There have been opportunities for us to win, but we just haven't been able to do it along the way. And I think – that we are closing that gap. I think I'm hoping worst case scenario, if we lose, that's that's it is what it is. I just don't want to blow out, Mike. I want this thing to come down to a fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for any Alabama fans out there calling me a moron, I did pick Tennessee to beat Alabama in 2016. So I may be a moron. <laughs> <laughs> I think they won by about 40 points that day. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's jump ahead to Halloween. This is uh, October 31st, obviously, week nine. Uh, again, not a ton of uh, games on the schedule here because we're, we're factoring in bye weeks. So we got Tennessee at Arkansas. Mm-hmm. We got Auburn at Mississippi State. South Carolina at Vanderbilt. But again, this is a, this is an automatic one. This is a game that CBS – Features every year in this slot, so this year is not going to be any different. And considering the hype on these two teams, this is going to be announced immediately when they come out with the schedule because we got Florida and Georgia in Jacksonville, and it's just a little bit even cooler now that it's Halloween. So I'm kind of <laughs> interested to see uh, the attire from some of the people there celebrating at the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Dude, this place is going to be electric, man. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> it is going to be – who we got? We got, I got Arkansas that week. Uh-huh. God, I'd love to go down to that game. 
but I'd also like to beat Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of these days, man, we're going to go down there. I would love to see the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. I think just to be part of that environment, you know, it's just like an iron bowl. It's just an egg bowl. It's just those games. It just means more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Third Saturday in October. This is this is the one that a lot of people are going to have circled. They have circled now. They're looking forward to it. And the fact, like you said, you, you tag on uh, it's Halloween. Uh, you know, the, the East will be decided probably on October 31st. So it, it's going to be a hell of a game, man. If you had to think of uh, the most popular costumes that we're going to see on that day, <laughs> two come to my mind. I think we're, we'll probably see some Georgia fans dressed as uh, Jim McElwain. That'll be an oh, easy yeah. target to make. And I think Florida fans, I think we'll see quite a few Florida fans dress as uh, Georgia Heisman quarterback Justin Fields. I think that would be, particularly if he's killing it for Ohio State. Absolutely. That's a possibility. <laughs> yeah, those little Katy Perry sharks just <laughs> laying running around everywhere. <laughs> I think that'd be a good one. I'd like to give that thought, but I'll tell you what, man, there's some creative people out there and we are going to see some funny, funny stuff. I guarantee it. All right. Jumping to week 10, November 7th. We got quite a few games here that are pretty interesting. Uh, One that comes to mind, Ole Miss at Texas A&M. That was a really good game last year. And if Ole Miss is better, I mean, we could be talking a really good, and I think Texas A&M, there's an outstanding chance they're still undefeated. So I think that makes them very attractive. Kentucky at Tennessee. I think both these teams are going to be better than they were last year. And who knows? I mean, this could be a battle for, you know, one of the higher spots in the SEC East heading into the tail end of November. So I think that's going to be at the top of the list. But again, Mm -hmm. no-brainer decision. There's no way this game is not picked. Alabama at LSU. Um, I don't think there's much debate on this on this one, is there? No, no. This one's this one's another one. It's it's circled. They know what's going to happen. It's going to be a fun game. Um, I do like the rematch idea of Georgia South Carolina. You know, mm-hmm. that was a big game last year. So uh, now it's going to be held in South Carolina, and that place is electric. So um, who knows what's going to be happening? I, I think there could be some pretty cool storylines coming out of this week, but all eyes are going to be on the rematch of Alabama LSU from last year. I mean, that thing came down to the wire. Uh, the The president was at that game. You know, it was. Right. It, some say that game was bigger than the national championship. I mean, and I I'm, I believe it. In fact, when I watched the national championship, compare it. It's not. It's not in day, man. That Bama LSU, the environment there was so electrifying. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that rematch. Yeah, one other thing about this week, forgot to mention, Arkansas at Auburn could be the Razorbacks getting some vengeance here on old Chad Morris. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there you go. There's a nice storyline. All right, jumping ahead to week 11, November 14th. Again, this is uh, one of those cupcake weekends in the SEC. Not a ton of great games here on the docket. Missouri at Florida potentially won. Ole Miss at Arkansas. That could be a game where the winner, you know, is advancing to a bowl game and the loser is not going to make it this year. So that could be big implications there for that one. But on this week, with not a ton of great games, I think the easy one to pick here 
Because remember, we're going with game of the week. Which game's going to have the most on the line? I think it's potentially Tennessee at Georgia. And this is the first year it's kicked back. So we'll see what, if any, impact that has on the game. But what are your thoughts on that selection? It's just so weird seeing that game, you know, in November. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, this with the the schedule's all different. And I see why they've done it, but, you know, that – that could be a sneaky game, man. I mean, think about it. What if what if Georgia, you know, does good or stumbles against Florida? I mean, it's just – one second. It's taken me a while to soak this in, Mike. The Florida-Georgia game ahead of the t- – What happens to Georgia if they lose to Alabama, to Florida? I don't know. I mean, are they stumbling into this one? Well, I'm thinking the opposite. I'm thinking what if they win? What if they they win and maybe they drop one? Let's say they drop because I've already been on record saying I think Alabama beats them, but let's say they win out, they beat Florida, they're they're hyped, and then they 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 go against Tennessee, a, a team that they have owned. Man, let's let's be honest. Right. And, and what if Tennessee's that 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 stumbling block? You know that that t- the team that. No one expected Georgia to lose, and then all of a sudden, boom! Florida's back in it. You know this that that could be a tricky game, man. I don't want to say a trap game because you know Tennessee. I think is up. And, I, I don't think Kirby and the boys are going to look uh, overlook them. But, but you know, you talk to a, a dog fan right now; they ain't worried about the orange and white, man. You know, just because they've owned our ass for the last few years. So it's just with this new schedule, the way it's played out. That 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 largest cocktail party is not the 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 done thing, you know. It's like it, it seems like in the last few years it came down that game. Whoever wins is in. But then now you got these added games. It, it could really it could really mess up Georgia's schedule if they overlook Tennessee. Not saying that Tennessee's going to beat them. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying it's it's easy to overlook a team you've been kicking their ass for so long. Right. Yeah, and you make a good point there because it is kind of. I don't know what the word is, but it may be defla- <laughs> deflating when, you know, Georgia wins in Jacksonville and there's mm-hmm. a month of the season left and they've already punched their ticket to Atlanta. You know, it's it's almost like, yeah. what what are we doing here? You know, it's like there, there's got to be some other way to make it. A, not that uh, we're trying to stack the deck against Georgia or anything, but I don't know. I, th- I just think that's a bad look for if it's anybody, you know, locking up a division with a month left in the season. Let me ask you, Mike. So this this Tennessee Georgia thing is it's always going to be in November now, second week, third week November, whatever. Yeah, because um, and I don't even think it was Georgia's doing. I believe it was Auburn's doing, because mm. Auburn didn't want to play, right. you know, Georgia and Alabama in a span of three weeks. Yeah, is there a chance in your mind? I mean, Tennessee and Georgia is a rivalry, but it's not. It's not like the Gators. It's not mm-hmm. like Bama, you know. I think having this game this late in the year is going to make this this game more important, I think. You know what I'm saying? I think I think 10 years from now, we're circling these teams, you know, at the start of the season. Like, oh, God, I can't wait to see these two guys go at it. You know, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not like it you, – you know, when you lose in a Tennessee-Georgia game – 
early in the season, you got chance to rebound and, and, and save your season. You know, when it's at late, this late, people will remember what you do in November, man. This may be a game that keeps somebody out of the playoffs later in life, you know. So I just think, I don't know, just pushing that game back. A lot of people probably aren't thinking about it now just because they're not on the same level. But, you know, that's college football. Eventually they will be. And who knows, one or two may keep them out of the playoffs. I mean, that's a tricky – I like it. I like it. Don't get me wrong. I'm just thinking, thinking outside the box here. Yeah, Tennessee, you know, they're going to have to do their part, though. They're going to have to upset Georgia at some mm-hmm. point to make this a rivalry again. But you make some some good points there because we know Georgia in recent years, they started to recruit more in Tennessee. Tennessee mm-hmm. has always recruited the state of Georgia. So we got plenty of – Bad blood on the recruiting trail. We've got it all season long. So, yeah, hopefully that moving it. And I think Tennessee, you know, they may have not requested it, but I think it's good for them too because I think they're tired of playing Florida, Georgia, Alabama in about a span of a month, month and a half. I mean, that's a damn murderer's row too. Your season could be shot, man. All right, let's jump to uh, week 12, November 21st. And here's where things get interesting because the SEC CBS begins to select two games for the last two weeks of the season. Now, there's only really three games to pick from here because, again, this is uh, one of those cupcake weekends where most of the conference teams are playing non-conference opponents. So we got three SEC games. They typically feature you know, these SEC games. And, of course, a lot of people are going to be circling LSU at Auburn. That's one of my favorite games of the year. But, you know, it's interesting we're talking about the shifting of the schedule but because that's always been one of my favorites because those two typically meet at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like it's the first real war in the SEC. LSU-Auburn, it defines seasons. It, it seems like whoever wins that game typically goes on to a big year, whoever loses it. It's just a terrible, disappointing year. So I'm kind of sad to see that kick to the tail end of the season. And I'll tell you what, I'm not selecting that as one of the double headers. I've got Georgia at Kentucky because I keep hitting that. I think Kentucky's going to be really good next year. Now, obviously, we all think Georgia's going to be good next year. So I think this is going to be a really good game. I know Kentucky has not been particularly competitive with Georgia in recent years, but Hell, this one's in Lexington. You never know what's going to happen up there. And then the big game of the week, in my opinion, Texas A&M at Alabama. I still, we're still, we're late. We're last week, next to last week of the season here. I still think Texas A&M could be undefeated at this point going into Bryant-Denny Stadium. It's going to be their toughest game of the year yet. So I think that's the number one option there. Who knows, man? That A&M Alabama, that that could decide the West. Mm-hmm. Is it that crazy talk, Mark? I mean, there's a lot of people getting on that that Aggie hype train, and uh, the more you talk about it, the more excited I get about them. Is this the year that you know we get November 21st, and and the winner of this game uh, has a clear clear shot to the? Of course, I mean Alabama. Well, no, because Alabama still got Auburn. Who's Texas A&M got after this? LSU. Oh, shit, man. Boy. They've really backloaded their schedule this year. Man, this is going to be – this is what I'm talking about right here, man. Mm-hmm. This is college football right here, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, anything can happen in the next two weeks. So, I'm, I'm for it. 
yeah, circle Texas A&M, Alabama. Um, I mean, obviously, you can't count out LSU and Auburn. That thing could go either way. And, you know, Georgia, Kentucky, it wasn't pretty last year, but it was a close damn game, you know. And if Kentucky would have had a little more production with uh, Terry Wilson – or not Terry Wilson, uh, uh, Lynn Bowden's arm, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that could have been a hell of a game. So, um, but man, I, I think it's going to be A&M and Alabama again. Mm-hmm. All right, final week of the schedule here, week 13, November 28th. Of course, the Egg Bowl is on Thursday, November 26th. And I know CBS would love to gobble up that game, but it's going to be the Thanksgiving yeah. day night, so we can't select that. And here in recent years, for whatever reason, they've been always delaying it, but then they announce it you know, later in the year. Arkansas, Missouri, that typically gets moved to Friday, yeah, the Friday after Thanksgiving. So if that happens again, I think that locks it in to that CBS slot. And this year, the game's in Arrowhead at Kansas uh, Kansas City Chiefs Stadium. So that's going to add a little mm. intrigue. So I have to select that as one of mine. And then we've got so many rivalry games. There's so many games to pick from here. South Carolina, Clemson, uh, Kentucky, Louisville. Georgia Tech, Georgia, Florida, Florida mm. State, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, and everybody and their mother, Shane, is thinking the <laughs> Iron Bowl's got to be the one. You know, mm-hmm. I believe in the last like 20 years, it's only not been selected as this game one time. And that was back in 2014 when Mississippi State was number one and Ole Miss was in the top 10. And yeah. They picked that game. So that's the only other time it's not been the CBS game of the week. Until now, I'm going (laughs) with LSU at Texas A&M. Aggies looking for vengeance after just getting destroyed by LSU. And I think that's going to surprise some people. You talk about that Texas A&M, Alabama potentially deciding the West. I think you could say the same thing about this game. So, you know, I'm obviously not as high on some people on, on both Auburn and Alabama. Yeah. And if I got to stay true to that form, I, I mean, I could be totally wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But this is the way I see it playing out. And I think Texas A&M will be playing for the SEC West at home. Mm. And I don't think that CBS is going to be able to pass up that opportunity. And you add on the layer that, you know, that really is – the LSU is their main rival now in the SEC. I know it, it, that probably sounds crazy to pass over the Iron Bowl, but that's where I'm going. Yeah, and I found out again, Jimbo used to coach at LSU mm-hmm. when you watched that <laughs> doing that blue bluegrass miracle, and I saw him <laughs> up in the box. I was like, "What?" So yeah, I learned a little bit something this week. You know, this is my favorite week, Mike. I mean. Forget football for a second. It's Thanksgiving. There's food everywhere. It's delicious. There's family. Everybody's having a great time. When you think Thanksgiving, I think family and football. Boom. That's what I, I mean. Think all the times we've had, man. And then you've got the rivalries on top. I mean, it starts off with the Egg Bowl, which was electrifying last year. And you add that with the two coaches that we're going to get to see this year. You know it's going to be awesome. They're already picking at each other. Did you see the Pirate? Uh, get uh, Lane's face mask uh, the other day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he grabbed that mask and then slapped it on him. It was hilarious. So these guys are already at it. 
you know. So I think that's going to be good. If there could be a triple header, man, I wish they'd do it because all these games, Kentucky, Louisville, hate each other. I love it. Mm -hmm. Florida, Florida State, hate each other. I love it. Georgia, check Georgia. There was a fight last year. You know what I'm saying? Right. A, a, a dog fight, and they hate each other. I love it. Uh, there's just so many, so many good games. South Carolina, Clemson. I pray there's a miracle upset. Mm -hmm. uh, LSU, A and M, like you said, that could decide the West. Tennessee, Vanderbilt. You know, you know my how I feel about Vandy, and uh, during that game, I, I'm rooting for you, Mason, but. <laughs> I'm not for you on November 28th. So this is just just my favorite week. I don't I honestly Mike, given what happened last year, I there's a chance that you're sleeping on Auburn, man. The the I love I love the idea of Texas A&M. Don't get me wrong. But there's Auburn's one of those teams, man, that just ever so often – I mean, there were just a few games off last year, a few mistakes mm -hmm. of being a true contender, and they beat Alabama. Here we're talking about how great LSU game was. Uh, granted, they didn't have Tua, but it was still a hell of a ball game, and they beat them. So I, I still got to have the Iron Bowl in there because – I mean, track record shows that that game is the game that usually decides who wins the West. So mm -hmm. I'm circling that one. Uh, second, I'm going to go with the LSU, Texas A&M. And, uh, of course, I'm going to put all these teams in here. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's my favorite week, Mike. Yeah, and you got me thinking, you know, growing up, like you said, this weekend so special with all the food and family. And when we weren't watching football, you know, all the adults <laughs> – were passed out from turkey and liquor or whatever the hell they were doing, then we'd switch on the NCAA Dynasties Madden That's franchise. Right. I mean, it was football nonstop for about four days there, and, and we never we never we didn't sleep, end, did we? man. <laughs> we didn't sleep, you know. <laughs> oh man, it's good times, man, and I, I just oh man. Because, you know, that's what college football is about, man. It is about family. I mean, when I think about some of the best games I've ever seen, I think about the company I was with, you know. I think about the family I was around. I grew up with football. A lot of people that listen to this podcast grew up with football. That You know, they probably had a dad or, or a papa or somebody that, that took them to practice, you know. And, you know, it's just that's what football is. And to see that we, you know, just – to see what we've come through this year, man. I mean, this year we've had all kinds of stuff. We got this uh, this COVID thing flaring back up, you know, and people are talking about no football. I mean, it's it's part of our pastime, and I hope that it that it keeps going. It feels like it's going, and just because when I'm looking at this hate rivalry week, I mean, just think about going a year without having it, dude. I just I, – I don't see it. I think this year they do tremendous numbers. Now, is the stadium's full? I don't know, Mike, but I guarantee there's going to be a lot of damn people watching it on TV. So, mm -hmm. um, I, I, I'm, I'm pumped up, man. Man, I love when you do this. This gets me all pumped up for football. <laughs> well, that's all we're trying to do here. Get your mind off whatever's going on out there and thinking about some SEC football. So, I hope you appreciated this episode you know, give us some feedback here. We'll try to come up with some more interesting ideas. Uh, but uh, we got anything else before we hop off here, buddy? Yep. I got a review. Uh-oh. I love it, man. I absolutely love it. The countdown, I'm telling you, man, 
every night I look forward to doing the countdown because I find plays of uh, uh, games I forgot about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one I sent to you today, which everybody's now watched, was uh, 71, and I had so many options, man. There was the 71-yard uh, Cam Newton. first. I mean, it's his first game with Auburn. You know how that season turned out. You knew you had something special when <laughs> this guy – 250-pound quarterbacks running down the sideline for 71-yard touchdown. You knew that that was going to be a special season. But then you also got Joe Burrow. Do you remember in the SEC championship, he threw that, He scrambled around in that pocket and threw for a 71-yard pass. Ooh. Now, it didn't score. I wanted to include it, Mike, but I felt bad. All right? I felt bad because – the day before we had the miracle of Jordan. <laughs> I didn't want to do that to the dog. So uh, that's why we went with the, uh, with the Cam Newton. So, but back, back to uh, reviews. I appreciate everybody hanging out with us. Uh, you know, we got college football coming, baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, everybody that's got on here, we've got shirts. Now we've got koozies. If you give us a five-star rating, just send Mike uh, or that SEC podcast at gmail.com uh, uh, your screenshot of your rating. He'll send you a koozie. Uh, this one, this one comes from Frog and Jelly. Killer name. <laughs> Amazing show. Five star. As a Gators fan, this podcast is a great way to pass the time and listen to the news in the SEC world. Well, Frog and Jelly, I love the name and I appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate that one. We appreciate all the reviews. That's why we send you that koozie, like Shane said. Uh, you know, we bug you guys to do that because it helps the podcast grow. That's all we're trying to do. So that's just our way of saying thank you for doing that, taking that extra step. Uh, but I think that's going to do it for this one. Shane, thanks for joining me as always. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go Vols. So and then I might even go. I might even insert the. Da, 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 oh da, da, yeah. You know what I mean to get people fired up for it. You know. Absolutely. They just heard my story. They're gonna need something <laughs> to wake them back up. <laughs>